Okay, so over the weekend, I had a cake pop. Yes, a cake pop. And this cake pop was as perfect as a perfect game. The cake was moist, not dry like most cake pops, and uh, best of all, they're freshly made. In fact, I accidentally dropped the cake pop on the floor, and I was so tempted to pick it up and finish eating it, but, uh, you know, you don't pick stuff up off the floor no matter how good it is. Batter Up Bakery, that's where I got this cake pop. Batter Up Bakery in Yucca Valley, California. They make cakes, cookies, and confections. They're perfect for any occasion. They're made fresh to order from scratch, and they deliver. So, if you live or work in the Morongo Basin or Coachella Valley, give Batter Up Bakery a try. You'll hit a home run every time you use Batter Up Bakery. Their website, batterup-bakery.com. Batterup-bakery.com. The World Series of Desserts. Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now a podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherapy. In 1937, there was a pretty 17-year-old girl who was in love with a handsome young farmer. They both lived in a small town, population 2,902. And it was about to grow by one. The pretty 17-year-old girl was pregnant. And when she told the handsome young farmer, he told her that he was seeing another girl and she was pregnant too. Well, the 17-year-old girl had pride and a temper and now a broken heart. The handsome farmer was sorry. The 17-year-old girl didn't care. She thought to herself, I'll show him. I don't need him or his pity. So with her pride, temper, broken heart, and unborn baby, she got on a train and left that small town for the big city. When the train pulled into Union Station, she stepped off and carried her suitcase inside. This wasn't the first trip to the big city. She had come before with her dad. When she told her mother she was pregnant, they both agreed it was best she leave. And it was best her dad not know. He would most certainly kill that handsome farmer. Mother would be able to handle Dad. Mother would also take care of things. Her mother gave her grocery money from a canning jar, a Bible, a hug, and a kiss goodbye. Standing with a suitcase in one hand and a Bible in the other, she looked around Union Station. She had forgotten how big it was and how busy. She managed to find a bench and sit down. She started to wonder what to do now. Had she made a mistake? No, she knew she had to leave. To give birth in a small town, unmarried, would be very hard on her family. So she grabbed the local paper and started to look for a job. But God must have been looking out for this pretty 17-year-old girl when a lady approached her and asked if she needed a job. She said yes, but overcome with emotion, she started to cry. She told the lady she was pregnant. The kind lady said, don't worry, it's just a change of plans. So the kind lady took the pretty 17-year-old girl to the church's home for unwed mothers. Once she got settled, she made a few friends, and she felt safe and comfortable. She would do chores during the day and help with dinner at night. In her free time, she read her Bible. The holidays came, and though it was hard to be away from her family, she knew God had a plan. Then on January 23, 1938, she gave birth to a baby boy. And not long after that, she returned home to begin her life with her new son. 
When she returned home, she started to adjust to raising her son. Not long after her return, the handsome farmer and his new, very pregnant wife showed up on her front door. They explained how hard it would be for her to raise a baby alone with no father, and he and his wife would take the baby and raise him as their own. The pretty, now 18-year-old woman looked at them both and quietly said, No. God has a plan, she said, and it's not with you, but with his mother. And she turned and shut the front door. And with no help, she raised her baby boy. He grew into a man who joined the Navy, met a woman, had two daughters, and then went on to have a very successful career in show business. Yes, God did have a plan, and it was a good one. So that's a true story of my grandmother, my dad's mom. She died at 94, three years ago, and she was a very special woman. She was very strong. She wasn't opinionated, but she was a very God-fearing woman, and she had her beliefs. She was honest, and she lived life according to the Bible. She didn't judge anybody. She loved everyone. She would always have a nice word to say about people. I never, ever heard my grandmother talk bad about anybody. And she always had sympathy and empathy for people, always. She was one person that truly lived by what would Jesus do. She never, ever, politics didn't matter to her. It was always that God had a plan, and she never worried. And she always believed that God was in control. When my dad died, she took it hard, but um, her faith helped her through it. Um, I have role models, very few of them. And uh, my grandma... She's my number one role model, and I, I miss her every day. And the reason that I told that story is it's, it's what I found out about my grandmother after I found out about DNA. Well, not after DNA, but, but through DNA, I found my dad's dad. I didn't know much about him. My grandma had told me a few little stories about him, like his last name um, and that he had died in a car accident. And that's about all I really knew about him. I never really asked. Um, it didn't really matter. But like most things, as time goes on, uh, certain things start to matter, like family and uh, your family's history. And um, I, I started DNA not too long ago. I had, I had my own done, I, I would say maybe three or four years ago. And I did look, and I, I found some things, but I wasn't sure because I wasn't sure who my dad's dad was. And all of a sudden, uh, um, a few months ago, things just started popping up. Um, matches started popping up. And I had no idea who these people were. So I got a hold of my uh, cousin, my uh, DNA detective, Debbie Dorminish, and we got together, and we figured it out. And we found out a lot of information, and... Um, Right now, I'll give you the, uh, here's the interview that we did together, or it's not an interview, we talked about it, and we discussed it, and uh, it's interesting. DNA is, uh, yeah, very, very interesting. So here's the interview I did with uh, Debbie Dormanish of I Wear Many Hats, the detective of DNA. Welcome to Sherapy with Sherry Todd. Uh, we're doing another dual podcast with my cousin. This is Debbie from I Wear Many Hats. Today we're going to be doing, I'm going to be wearing my genealogy hat again. Yeah, we have some interesting news uh, on my side of the family. Yeah. We're here again in uh, beautiful Yucca Valley. 20 minutes from Palm Springs. Apparently this is the hot spot to come to on the weekends and yeah. head up 
over to Joshua Tree. Yes, Didn't it know is. Why yeah. people would be like going to the desert and hiking, but it's a it's a it's popular place hot, to do quite on the, the weekends. Hot spot, yes, yes, it is. So you want to avoid the Walmart at all costs on yeah, Saturdays, yeah. which you happen to do today. <laughs> no, actually, compared to back home, mm-hmm. it no, wasn't no. crowded at all. So I've been doing um, genealogy. Did I say it right? Genealogy. Yes, I've been doing that for never. I have my own um, tree, and I did the DNA. Um, of course, you just heard my story that I, I talked about my mom, my grandma. So what um, what happened was is that all of a sudden on my on my tree I was getting or on my DNA I was getting a lot of matches that mm-hmm. I did not recognize. Right, and I kept asking Debbie, Debbie, is this part of our family? Is this person part? And she's like, No, 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 no. And I thought it could be your mom's dad's side, but we eliminated that pretty pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, there was just people we didn't know. And all of a sudden, this person came up as my second cousin, Douglas Biggs, mm-hmm. B-E-G-G-S. And I, it set off an alarm, not an alarm, but I kind of remembered my grandma. A trigger. Yeah, talking about Biggs, how my dad's father's name was Biggs. How he was killed in a car accident. Right. Um, those were the two important things. Just those two, and we went with it. And I said, I go, maybe this guy's related to what my grandma was talking about. Right. So Debbie got out her little hat. and uh-huh. Got my genealogy hat right out here in Yucca Valley. And we burned up the, uh, we got the uh, newspaper uh, subscription going. Well, we got we burned up the credit card getting all kinds of subscriptions going, but we found it. Yeah, we found out that he um, Douglas Biggs was related to Robert Biggs, which uh-huh. was my dad's right. father. Right. We found the newspaper clipping right. about um, him dying in a car accident in that Michigan. Was, that was the big thing. Yeah, because you knew it was the Missouri area, and then so when we saw with that one thing car accident. And about his age and the name, we knew it. It was very exciting, very very exciting. We had, we were all excited. We were on adrenaline at that point. <laughs> yeah. So we got a hold of the woman who was in charge of the Douglas Biggs tree. Right. Uh, Debbie actually emailed her and, uh-huh. and talked to her in in my name, and she got back to us like the next day. She was day. really excited. Yeah. She. If was, somebody has a tree up, they're pretty much into genealogy. Yes, yeah, she had. She said she traced us all the way back to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, pretty much everything that I told her that I knew matched up to what she had found out. Right. Um, she said you are. It was apparently her husband, um, who was my second cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an uncle that's still alive. Uh huh. Um, so it was it was pretty interesting to know about that part of the family there's a there's a family farm Mm -hmm. that's been around since the 1800s that they still work this farm in missouri they they um grow they melon farmers yeah they grow watermelon Watermelon it's like their main crop they also grow i think corn and other things but watermelon is their main crop crop which is um not one of my favorite well the thing that is exciting about this that i found sherry is that your father grew up without his biological father right so you only had these two clues about him. And tell us what happened about what your grandmother had told you and then why she didn't live with him and then what else you found out about that. Like he has a brother three months old, yeah, younger she, than him. Yeah, yeah like, the, like in, the, in the story that I told earlier, yes, she, um, 
when they came to the door to to adopt the child, they wanted to take the my dad from my grandma and, and raise it as as theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, he had married the woman that he had gotten pregnant, and they so had he a had son. two women pregnant within three months of each other. Yeah, and the son um, was also named Bob. Yeah, as my dad, um, I. I I asked my dad if he ever saw his father, and he said that he came to his, his basketball games a few times. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering if the basketball, if his son... Because it's a small town. There's it's only 2,000 people. Yeah, there's 3,000 people. 3, there. It's a small town. Yeah. And my dad couldn't wait to get out. He was 17, him and his friend. Um, as soon as he graduated, he made my grandma sign the paper, and he went in the, the Navy. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm getting out of here no matter what, and he never went now back. Now, your grandma went away to have the baby, right? Because that's what they did in those days. Yeah, she went to, um, uh, well, she didn't go there specifically. She was going to go have the baby. She was mad. She left. Uh-huh. Um, she ended up um, in St. Louis all alone, 17 mm-hmm. years old, and yeah. a woman came up to her and well, that's right. And asked if she needed a job, and my grandma just was so overcome with emotion, mm-hmm. she just was crying and told the oh. lady she was pregnant and and the lady said well don't worry I'll, I'll take care of you and she wow. took her to a home for unwed mothers uh-huh. where my aunt or my grandma you know had my dad uh-huh. and apparently she made a lot of friends there and she said it was a very nice place and um and then she went back took but my at dad. some point your uh your dad's biological father found out she was there when the baby was born right it was after she came back home. Oh, it was after she came back home. And he wanted to take the yeah. your dad. And my grandma said, no way. And, and she now raised your him. mom, your grandma had named him her maiden name. She, she gave him her maiden yeah, name, so Todd. Yeah, so you grew up under your grandma's maiden name, not Todd. your dad's. Uh, but, yeah, okay, yeah. So legally, I'm a Todd, but uh-huh. biologically, yeah. I'm a Biggs. Right. Which I'm glad Growing up, I wasn't a Biggs because <laughs> being an overweight child growing up with the name Biggs, oh. all the teasing I know oh, I would have gotten. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, boy. Yeah. I was teased enough as it was. Yeah. So, but it's nice to know that I now, in the tree part where there was nothing there for my dad, for his uh-huh. father, I now have somebody. Yeah. And then it goes back. You know, I have, you know, um, you know, a little bit about the health issue you know i asked her if she knew anything on that side of the family that was all right you know, we did we looked at a few death certificates online and we saw hypertension and she said someone in the family died from a stroke and then she had i guess the grandpa who had the 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 blood that affected the heart oh um, yeah uh-huh the yeah oh yeah we were thinking maybe being a farmer he must have contacted something like and that he had yeah. diarrhea for a year but it was really very interesting out of two hints and just two hints, what we found. It was just amazing. It was it was really it was really something. It was really something. It was really exciting. So yeah, so I found a grandfather that I never met. Right. And uh, yeah. And then through your aunt, you talked to your aunt, your dad's sister. Yeah, my dad's sister. And yeah, she, and then she yeah. told me the story. About, and she told you the about story. The yeah. Grandma, the story that I told uh, earlier. Yeah. And it's just you know it's just amazing how this was 1938. Mm-hmm. And and you know what my grandma must have went through. Yeah, in those yeah. raising a young child. Yeah, with no help, and there wasn't you know there wasn't welfare or yeah. child support or anything yeah. back then. Yeah, so she did it on her own. And well, you know it's funny too, Sherry. I see that um, uh, 
your grandfather, his wife, left him fairly soon after they were married, it seems. Do you think that she found out about the other ba- the boy, Robert, or what, I mean, your dad, or what do you think about that? I don't know if that happened. I think they might have moved there oh, because okay. I found her birth death certificate, which was in Michigan also. Uh-huh. So I don't know if they split up or if they just, the family moved to Michigan for mm, whatever okay. reason. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if I talked to... Um, um, I forgot her name. Cheryl, I think, was her name. Like if I, I talked to her, she mm-hmm. she may know the family history yeah. a little bit more mm-hmm. about that. I don't know. I mean, it goes back, you know, quite a few yeah. years that she yeah. may not, you know, and if they even talked about it, yeah. you know, she may have found this just through DNA, too. Yeah, it may not have true. been a family, yeah. something that was talked about. Yeah. That's really interesting. Your dad was born in January and his brother was born in March of the same year. Can yeah. you imagine Grandpa thinking, oh, S-H-I-T, finding out two women are pregnant? Oh, and I wonder my how gosh. my dad must have felt growing up, yeah. knowing that his dad was in the same town. Right. He had brothers and sisters, obviously. Uh-huh. Or I don't know if he had sisters, but you know he had siblings. Uh-huh. And his dad died when my dad was only 13. So I sometimes wonder if my dad would have gotten in touch with him Mm. when he got older. But I know you said whenever you talked about it, uh, your stepmom would say, uh, stop, it's making your dad upset. Yeah. yeah. I would try to like, well, dad, why didn't you, why didn't, you know, and Lori would be like, no. Well, maybe we had a little helping hand in finding everything that the other day. Could be. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Because he knew you were looking. But it was very exciting. It was very exciting. We got, uh, we were really very excited about all that. Because I know you'd been looking for a while. Well, I've all, I was, I've been looking since Ohio, or when I lived in right, Ohio. Uh-huh. When my grandma first told me, she I heard the story, but it was in Ohio where I first learned the name. Okay. And the reason always stuck, because she said Robert Biggs, and I thought, wow, Robert, she named him after, yeah, you know, after. He after him, my yeah. dad after him, uh-huh. and then Biggs. There's a grocery store in in Ohio that was pretty big called oh. Biggs, oh. and that's why it always stuck with me uh-huh. after yeah. all these years. And yeah. I remember when I first signed up for DNA, mm-hmm. looking right, and in the family tree looking right. for Biggs, and I think I came across that um, that newspaper clipping, I think, or okay. a death certificate, maybe uh-huh. I came across, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. how would I know? You, you wouldn't. Know? But then when we saw the head-on crash, I said, that's it. That's it. And then you trace it all back. And then even yeah. when you go on the the the, the farm, it has a webpage. Right. And it gives the history. Uh-huh. And it, has, it names everybody yeah, in there. Yeah, all the names. Yeah, yeah, all the names. But now your grandpa left. The, the uh, farm is in Missouri. Yeah. And then, But your dad was living in uh, Flint, Michigan at the time, wasn't he? My dad? No, your grandpa. Sorry, in Michigan, I forgot where somewhere it was. in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, so. in Michigan, somewhere. Oh, oh, I remember we looked up the county, Scott County. Remember, it was in we Scott found County. It, yeah, yeah. But it was um, he was it was nineteen fifty one, I think. That it was yeah, the car about accident. that time. Yeah, yeah. So that limit, my dad was like mm-hmm. thirteen. So everybody, ask your relatives, and you never know what kind of one little hint can really fill in. Uh, well, if it wasn't for the DNA, the match. Yeah. Oh, no. You know, I mean, Douglas Biggs, he's yeah. my second cousin. Uh-huh. I would have never. I mean, there was a lot of, now there's a lot of Biggs on there mm-hmm. that match. Come match yeah. And a lot of, I have no idea who they are. Yeah. You know, but so she did the people. DNA. She said she got it at uh, Christmas time. 
Yeah, see, there and you go. And she did the DNA in Christmas time, and then all this stuff started popping up yeah. on my matches. And I'm like, wow, what are yeah. all these people? Yeah. So. I know you were hesitant to email her, so I did in your name, and <clears throat> within 24 hours, she yes, emailed you back. Day, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was really exciting. I'm really happy for you, Sherry. But then you came up with your cousin, relative in Australia? Yeah. my I uh, hope, if, Gary, if you're listening, uh, my cousin... <laughs> I was talking to him, and he did his DNA, and he said, well, you and I are cousins, but uh see a lot of other names on here that I don't know anything about. So uh, that's another continuing saga that I'm waiting to hear how that ends up. But by Sherry and I talking about all this, people can are shocked still when they see something like that, but they it's getting to be more and more common. I don't think he got that gut thing. He did, but not, not like... Well, you I know, think it's going to be more it. common now, especially for, for people who've been adopted. Uh-huh. And yeah. they're going to want to find their relatives. They're going to do this DNA test, and right. it's going to show, obviously going to show grandparents and, and parents and mm-hmm. things like that, cousins, Well, siblings. talking about adoption, someone in our family just had their uh, grandkids put up for adoption, and it's very it's a very sad situation all the way around. But we're saying, well, now the DNA's out there in 15, 16 years. If they want to come looking, it won't be hard. Yeah, They'll be able said, to find us. I, I'm trying to get all my brothers and sisters to do their DNA. Yeah. Well, you're out there, so that's that's good. Yeah, but there's but three me, different fathers. Yeah, I know, but it come up with a hand. So, like, and who knows what I'll be doing by then. So, Like my brothers, like I, you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Your dad might not be your dad. Oh, your mom has some explaining to do. Like you said, moms lie, but yeah. DNA doesn't. DNA doesn't. Moms do, yeah. So are you, who else are you looking for? Is there anybody else you're going to be looking for? No, I mean, I I found, oh, I found this one person who's... Um, oh, yeah. Tell us about she's that. She's my fourth great, great aunt. Right. And her name is Spicy Todd. Okay. What year was this, Sherry? It was 1800s. Now... And then she named her daughter. She had six children, and she named her daughter Spicy also, but with an E, E-Y. So I'm wondering, did Spicy mean something different then than it I does don't now? Know. I have I no mean, idea. I mean, who would name their daughter Spicy? She's like my new hero. It's just like, I know if is. I had kids, I would have named my daughter no. Spicy. Yes, I would have. I know you've even tracked down her headstone. It tracks, but it was broken. It's broken. Yeah, that's a shame. So, well, you'll have to have, go out there and look and see where yeah, it's she died in uh, Texas. Yeah. She was born but in Tennessee. Who just, was this in Missouri? Where was this? She was born in Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. And then she moved either through marriage, I think. It might have been marriage because I think she got married in Tennessee and then they moved to. A lot of our family on my side, too, has moved from Tennessee over to Texas. But who does that? Who names their daughter Spicy? That's I thought wondering. Greenberry was something. But I'm thinking spicy. What did it mean in the 1800s? Does yeah. it mean the same as it means it, now? I wonder about that. Yeah, because life couldn't have been that hard for her being named spicy, because she named her daughter that. If right. you have a bad life, you don't want to put that on your daughter. So that's very interesting. So she's, she's my new, new hero. hero. Spicy new hero. Todd. Spicy Todd. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Look at this stuff you find. Spicy. <laughs> Ancestry should pay us. Who's should, that? Ancestry.com. Oh, ancestry. You should all the all the. Uh, oh yeah, they should pay us <laughs> all the good publicity that they're yeah. giving them. And that newspapers is really good too. Yeah, the newspaper. newspapers is really, and then you can clip it and save it. To but the, ancestry too, you can 
look up um, oh yeah you can birth yeah. certificates and death uh-huh. certificates oh, yeah. and things uh-huh. like that some states are real good texas is real divorce good. marriage all that texas is real good they have the death certificates up there and then it can tell you right where they're what they died of and then where they're buried that's a yeah that's i'm gonna get my niece i'm gonna tell her giselle if you're listening i want you to go to spicy graves spicy todd's grave and check it out because I really would like to. Well, if it's, it's a big cemetery, they might have an office, and you can have someone just walk out and take a look yeah, at it. I have it written down. I wrote it down, yeah. but I'm thinking she needs to have a grave. I'm, hopefully, they fixed her gravestone. But yeah, or you can look into seeing how much it costs. And then I looked at her husband's, and her husband's very faded. Okay. But it's, I mean, the 1800s. Oh yeah, yeah, and that Texas sun, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. So you've been doing really good with your genealogy. Yeah, finding out. It's addicting, isn't it? It's frustrating because you sit there and you click on different things. You uh-huh. go from here to here to here. Right. And finally, you're like, for me at least, I'm like, now I'm lost. And I don't oh, it is. You go off on I a tangent. I will go in the morning and one time I'll check. And then um, sometimes if you have a, a memorial, a memorials on find a grave, someone will want to add an, an information called an edit. And so I think, okay. So then I... Go there, and I say, oh, it's a family member. So then, okay, now I got to add that to the tree. And the next thing you know, an hour's gone by, and you're like, you know, six generations well, behind. Well, that's, I think, back. where the, oh, my the, God. Um, the uh, grave picture came from. I think it was from Find a Grave originally. Oh, yeah. Somebody, and somebody had put it on. Yeah. Yeah, you just go off on a tangent. I thought, wow, that's an hour of my life. I'm never getting back, but okay. But I really do recommend mm-hmm. doing this it's just so interesting mm-hmm. and if you love your family history this is like a great way to find it and it's like you know a lot of times we hear stories we don't know are true or not mm-hmm. no ancestry i think or dna mm-hmm. will uh, clear a lot of it up yes and like you said especially adopted people when i when i see my niece in um june or july we're going to talk about adoption i'm going to do uh because she would call me on um, St. Patrick's Day, you know, do we have Irish blood? And of course, she's red hair, but mm-hmm. and of course, at the time, I thought she was my full-blooded niece. So I said, well, yes, but luckily on this side of the family, we do too. So yeah, so we're going to do a big podcast about adoption because adoption affects everybody. Yeah, everybody's got somebody. It seems like who adoption has touched their life. So anybody else you're going to be looking for in your family? Any long-lost family members? I'll keep looking for weird names like... Yeah, Spicy Todd. That's a good one. You're not going to find anything like Spicy Todd, Caliente. (laughs) Why they would name her? She she must have had a bad temper or something. She was born and she was like... Yeah, she wasn't born like in Texas. You know, Spicy, it's one thing, but Texas. So maybe your mom, maybe her mom had a lot of heartburn. I don't know. You gave me a lot of heartburn when I was pregnant. I'm calling you Spicy. I'm calling you Spicy Girl, so... Okay, well, that's it for our dual podcast. Yeah, that was really fun. I'm Just glad. To share uh, some I that. enjoy having you come out here. Family We've been history. having a lot of fun doing the podcast. It has been a lot of fun. I'm yeah. going to have other things coming out. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. I'm going to have some giveaways. Oh, you are? Yeah, What are you giving away? I don't know. Car. A car? <laughs> you I... get a car and you get... No, no. I have a 2009 <laughs> little, little Impala out there. That... <laughs> With handicap stickers, away, so. yeah. All right. No, I want to do the giveaways. I'm going to get a, a, a website put up. And, you know, a lot of fun things are coming. So, you know, yeah. subscribe. You know, um, these podcasts are a lot of fun. But 
our Sherry's brother is here, my cousin Ted. And obviously, I've known Ted all my life. We, you know, two years old. I'm a year different than him. I'm a year older. He doesn't want to do anything. He won't. Some people do not want to do their DNA. He will not do his DNA, doesn't want to do a podcast. And, you know, you don't want to force him, and you can't force him. Maybe he's in the witness protection program. Maybe. And I, but no, other people too. Like I had a DNA kit and, um, I asked Tony's friend, I had an extra one for some reason. Oh, my daughter-in-law, she had um, broke her arm in Hawaii, and she had done the DNA test, but she had the drugs in her system, and they couldn't get a reading. Um, and they came back unreadable. So she had gone back to... Uh, Pennsylvania. Where they live? Pennsylvania, yeah. So I had the test here. It came a replacement test. And so Tony's friend was here, and we said, do you want to see do this? And absolutely not absolutely not and so it's funny some people are willing to do it other people are not so thank god for the ones who want to well, i think the, the law enforcement can go in and check it out they do but so what i mean yeah. if i have somebody in my family who's murdered somebody i'm telling yeah. i'm telling me too i'll give them too yeah so who knows what somebody might have something on cousin but ted. i think you and ted doing a cooking Podcast. Yeah, we wanted to do a cooking podcast today. Came all the way out here because Cousin Ted and I do a lot of cooking together. We do yeah. the holidays. And we have some recipes we like to do together. And he said, absolutely not. So <laughs> maybe he thinks they can recognize him by his voice. I don't know. Maybe I can talk him into it. Yeah, But we're going to have another good podcast coming up on um, Wednesday. We're going to be with our other cousin. She's our fancy cousin. <laughs> all families have one. So she's our fancy Nancy cousin. She's the... Isn't she um, a beauty queen? Yeah, she was a beauty queen, and yeah, and Compton, Compton, yeah, Compton. yeah, Compton. But they, it was different in those days, and so yeah, so we're gonna uh, do one for her. So that'll be out the Monday after next. You know, she's gonna be mad you calling her fancy. No, she is fancy. Have you ever seen a hair outer place on her head? No, no, and she's got her little pumps. She always has <laughs> heels. <laughs> little pumps and i a lot of people have compared her with sally fields she's yeah. got the little sally field yeah, hair just as she cute does. as can be but yeah so um yeah sherry and her are the odd couple because sherry is a one one uh, poli- 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 political oh, political and then kathy's the complete but we're very nice when we when we, oh, we disagree are, yeah. on facebook oh no you guys oh we've are never you? gotten in a fight never really. gotten a fight on facebook okay well good. she's never unfriended me unfriended me is yeah she friend? unfriended you she's never unfriended no, me. i've had no. people unfriend me she's she oh i've, I've unfriended yeah i've told people sometimes finally i'm going to say something and you can unfriend me and they do and i thought good Go it's on. just my pet peeve when people it's best not to talk about politics no it's not politics but it's just pet peeve when people post things yeah. that aren't true it, it's but that's not i mean it's not true to you no. Okay, you guys, we have some people out here. It's not true. It's a military town out here in Yucca Valley, yes, 20 minutes is. from Palm Springs, and there's a lot of Trump supporters out here. And it's a military, let's face it. And so today we drove by, and they're out there with their flags, and people are either waving at them or flipping them off. Yeah. And Sherry wanted to go over and interview them. Yeah. I said, "What do you what are they going to tell you, Sherry?" What are they going to tell you? I'm They're just probably interested. going to beat you up. No, no, I'm not going to approach. <laughs> Why it like are you that. getting your news? From I was CNN just going to approach them, like, you know, what made you want to vote for Trump? What was about him? I mean, it was a huge crowd of people running for president at uh-huh. the time. Uh-huh. What was it about him that made you 
want to vote for him out of it. Right. Everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, and what is it about him now that but you're, you're so passionate about? But it came down to Trump about? or Clinton. It wasn't out of all those other people. Well, up until then. Well, up until then, yeah. I mean, there was the primary, and mm-hmm. then he was voted. But still, up mm-hmm. until then, I mean, yeah. you saw the, the debates. I know. It, and, and you know, and what they think about, you know, like, like, do you think there really is fake news? And if they said Obviously, they'd probably say yes. I'd say, so where do you get your news that you think is telling you the truth? Mm-hmm. You know, just questions like that. But you're saying you get upset when people put stuff that's not true. But it's but to you, it's not true. To somebody else, it, it's probably true. But no, it's not true. How it's, do you know? Because I research it, and then I give but them the facts. you research it on your channel that you no, like? No, I do it on um, uh, what the one that, that channel that always tells you if it's true or not who is that i forgot what it is smoking gun no no yeah snoops snoops yeah yeah so i always go on snoops and they always give you the facts right there where you can all look it up how do you know how do you know snoops isn't how do you know how do you know fox is i didn't say anything about fox i'm not saying well you watch fox i I know tony has a tv on all day long he goes fox so where do you get your news and then snbc um from the drudge report the Drudge Report, oh, yeah, which is Republican, right? Uh, he just uh, Republican bias, right? I'm not saying nothing, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's just, and it doesn't have to be political. It's just no. things. A lot of times, people will post stuff right. over and over. But I tell that's you, not I true. Have, I have Factually, to, is not true. I have cousins, not you, but not you. I mean, you're my cousin, you are but not my I have cousin cousins anymore. who I unfriend- unfriended you un- now. We've unfriended, and then. We were one of one political mind. Other people, we had our little secret group, you know, talking about before the election. But then when I see them in person, like a family function, we get along just fine. Yeah. It's just when behind the Facebook, you kind of feel free, you know. You can just say that, and you have other people there. But when we get together, him, uh, we're just like best buddies. He well, said, oh, don't like listen my, to what I say. It's and like I say, my don't brother and I, we're... We're complete opposite ends, James and I. Oh, yeah, James is my kind of guy. Yeah, Hi, James. and we get into some nasty, nasty oh, arguments. No, I don't fight because I get, I get sad. My feelings get hurt. Yeah, and but after we get done, we're just like, okay. Yeah. And we just go to lunch or yeah. whatever. It's just, you know, yeah. he believes his way. I believe uh-huh. mine. Yeah. And we look at each other like, I can't believe you believe that. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, he, but I wanted to go to a Trump supporter that wasn't my brother. Uh-huh. And I thought these guys are perfect. Okay, yeah. they they're out there with their flags, uh-huh. their hats, their right. their guns. Did their, you notice their... they really doubled in size from last time? Oh yeah, they're a lot more. Because after the Mueller report came out, before they, they were kind of just maybe five or six. Today there was like 15, 20 of them. Maybe was... they built got emboldened. Like he's going to be our president for another ask... six years. It's another thing I wanted to ask them. Is like they'll be there tomorrow. I'm sure. Like. <laughs> Like the Mueller report, I go. Mm-hmm. Do you think it should be released? That everybody? Yes, of course it should. We paid for it. We should be able no, to read it, the whole thing. Of course thing. it should. Of course it should. You know. So if they don't release it, mm-hmm. would you be suspicious of that? I wouldn't think too much about it, but I think they should just. So, so you figure you here you have a president who hasn't released his tax returns, mm-hmm. hasn't released his school records, mm-hmm. and now he's not going to release this Mueller report. He didn't say he's not going to release it. He said he wanted the whole no, thing released. No, but I'm just saying if all that happened, yeah. would you be suspicious? I'm suspicious of the guy in Chicago who got off free. That's what I'm <sighs> suspicious of, Sherry. Just somebody knew somebody, Obama. That's the way it always how is. How Obama made it into this, I don't know. But anyway, oh, so that's my just God. my two cents.
Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love you, Sherry. You're my God. <laughs> See, you and I and Kathy, we can talk about it and then still, hey, let's go, let's go out Out here, I would think in California, I would feel like I'm surrounded by people who are the same thinking as me politically mm-hmm. and morally, uh-huh. but I'm not. You are. You know, back east, like in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, they will say... They do not want to vote for anything California. They said, we don't want to become the United States of California because they think of all of us down here like the Hollywood crowd. Well, well the there's president not. president hates California. Huh? What? The president hates California. He wants to take funding away. He wants to do everything. Oh, I know. I know. I, know. I didn't say that. But, he was, but this is before Trump became president. Yeah. And then our mayor, our governor, he really hates Trump. They're in a big pissing contest. Well, yeah. I mean, how would you feel if the president of the United States make, okay. rips your state apart? That's, you know. Well, why are we a sanctuary state? Why? Do you know how much taxes I'm paying Monday morning? For what? Anyway. Well, it's, it's but the thing is, it's not a black and white issue. No, it, no, it is not. But anyway, so we're going to be getting Cousin Sherry, I mean, Kathy involved in all this. I don't think we're going to talk politics. I don't think we will either. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about with her. Hopefully. She had an interesting life. She said she doesn't. But, you know, when just talking to her, being married to an undercover cop yeah, and all that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's had a few businesses. She had the hair oh, or the yeah. nail business. Yeah. Well, just don't give it all away. Leave something, yeah. She said, I have nothing to say, but don't worry. Your friends, Kathy, <laughs> Sherry, and Debbie will get it out of her. <laughs> So, and we went on, a, we had, uh, Kathy I and I did a lot of stuff together. Yeah, cruises. Yeah. Went on quite a few. Yeah, all that big one. Um, and the, the affair she had with Paula Dean's husband. Oh, he liked her. <laughs> oh, man, they them. kept talking. No Wait affair. I took, I'm I had, kidding. You know, no I affair. Inter- I had to interfere in that. I think Frank was happy I went on the cruise because frumpy old Debbie, you know, I'm going to get in between anybody and the cute little fancy Nancy Kathy. And uh, I had to. He was just flirting. He sees a pretty woman. He's going to flirt. Oh, he no. wasn't married. Yeah. No, he wasn't married at the time. No. So why not? He would just flirt with her. Yeah. Kathy flirted back. Well, she was one of the cutest ones because we're all frumpy middle-aged women, you know, like me. And then here comes this cute little thing with her heels and her hair all in place. <laughs> of course they're going to look at her. <laughs> no with, one's looking with at her. Sally the other, Field look. Yeah, the other 2,000 women like, oh, we got a good-looking one here. <laughs> one out of a whole shipload. So you can look forward to that to the next podcast. Yeah, we will. That'll be a lot another of fun, dual so. podcast. Another dual podcast. Okay, Sherry. Well, I'm going to uh, sign off now. This is Debbie. I wear many hats, and this was my DNA sleuthing hat. And this was Sherry with Sherry Todd, and this was me talking really low. Me talking really low. This was my. I have no hat, but this was my. <laughs> um, I think just. Trying to find out who your family is, I think, is just something important. Right. I think it's something everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. And it's important for your well-being, I think, mm-hmm. as a person. Oh, I just want to mention why I didn't have a podcast last week. You already signed off. Sorry. I'm coming back. <laughs> um, because Tony and I, my guest speaker, had creative, dif- dis- <laughs> creative differences. They almost divorced over this. <laughs> no, we did not. So from now on, before I interview anybody, I'm going to have them sign off so that I have, I have total control over what can be what can be podcast. <laughs> I, he asked me not to do it. He wants to redo it. So that's why I didn't have one last time. So Okay. Well, thanks for listening. I surely appreciate it. And um, as usual, here's Alexa. It's tough to write a good joke. The other day, I told a joke about a toilet, but it tanked. 
You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. 